Welcome to No Picks After Dark Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Today, we are going to be changing some things around the podcast. We will be having Garrett Arwa interviewing me. Garrett? Yeah, I- yeah. Often imitated, never duplicated. No picks. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. I'll let you take over, Garrett. Go ahead. All right. That's right. I will be controlling your broadcast. It's time to learn a little bit about the man behind the curtain. Now, I have to admit, when you came to me and said that I want to do a podcast, I was shocked and not surprised all at the same time. I mean, there's like a half a million active podcasts around the world right now. So what made you what made you do this? This was something that kind of came out of left field, but seems like it's fueling some kind of inspiration that you have. So tell us, no picks after eight, how'd it come to be? After dark. After, after dark. dark. You're good. You're after good. Dark. You're good. So uh, what happened was I was uh, sitting around for the last year just trying to figure out, you know, you get to, you get sick of going to bars every night, drinking. I'm tired of being hungover the next morning. You know, let's, let's do a little impact on this world somehow way. So you hear a lot of stories out here and people tell you the crazy stories that you hear them once and then you don't see that person ever again. That story is gone. And you're like, damn, that was a really good story. And the no picks comes from basically we've had parties, as you know, for the last 10 years or so and whatnot. And I always heard these amazing stories from different people all across the globe, the U.S. And you're like, wow. I wish we could have recorded that story because I'm sure other people would benefit from it. And so um, just for the podcast, no, I had a son this past year and I wanted to to have my son to have something to remember me by also in doing this podcast and saying, hey, you know, his dad met some interesting people and I hope he can be inspired one day to have the same personality I have and outgoing and meet new people and have a diverse train of thought. And that's where it came from. So tell me how important oral history was in your family. It really starts with family. You pass down stories from generation to generation. Tell me how important that was for the Robinson clan. Growing up, that's what it's all about. You, my family's most, my dad's ass from Alabama. And I mean, they tell you some crazy ass stories about water moccasins and snakes putting their tail in your nose while they're swimming and try to drown you and you know, no, seen, thank you. Yeah, back country Alabama, like <laughs> seeing, you know, scarecrows like in, in the middle of daytime looking at mm. you. Just a lot of crazy stories that you've like, what the hell are they talking about? This is a liar of fiction. And then you go ask somebody else randomly, like, yeah, that, that really happened. And that is really, really important for families. You know, I, you know, I have lost a lot of uncles from various different types of cancer. And I wish they were around now because some of these stories were unbelievable. And I, I'm just trying to carry that on and trying to do that with my friends and people that I know, because I feel like we need these stories to be passed on to generations to generations, just because some of these stories can, they die with the person who dies. With them. Mm-hmm. That is very, very, very true. Uh, and it is particularly within podcasts, storytelling is becoming a bigger percentage of the market. You hear Serial, you hear a lot of other podcasts out there that are either telling one story over one episode or over lots of episodes. So I do think that there's definitely going to be a market for the work that you do out there. And as somebody who has been on one of these podcasts, let me just say, this is like a production. This is not something he chose to do lightly. And, And this man right here, when he does something, he does it right. So 
what did you got to do to pull this off? Like, this doesn't look like uh, an easy operation. No, no. I mean, you got to do market research. You got to understand what things cost. How much, you know, money do you, how much money do you have in the budget? The budget is yourself. I have no Avian. I have no Pepsi sponsor me at this point. <laughs> well, hopefully we can get there. Um, but, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you have to understand what you need. I had a laptop already, but I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I need a Mac. I'm not trying to sponsor a Mac, but that's what that you need a Mac. Then you need a board that, you know, puts the sound together. And so that sound that you hear right now, that's crystal clear. You got, excuse me, guys, that's my son in the background. He's making a little noise. So don't worry. That's what makes little Luke in the building. That's what makes his pod natural. <laughs> so, um, you got you to do market research. So I was spending a pretty penny, but I feel like it's worth it to get that message out to the folks because, like, again, my podcast will be unique, different, and exciting. So did you listen to other podcasts? Did you talk to people who had done podcasts? Like, how did, how did you figure out how to make this all happen? Was there anybody that really helped you through the process? Were you on YouTube like all the millennials are? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, it's funny. I um. Did a class online and uh, did a training with YouTube and the guy walked me through the whole process of, you know, just learning how to set up a podcast from ground zero, from buying the product to what type of speak type of microphones you need uh, to condenser microphones, things that I'd never heard of in my life before because I was never, you know, I didn't go to school for this at all. So it's a definitely a huge learning curve. I started this probably about, so this is February, started back in October doing research about this and understanding what I needed to be successful. And I asked many questions, many people, and now that with the merchandise and the products I have, I'm excited because I've heard some of the outcomes and it's, it's crystal clear to me. Mm-hmm. This is serious, serious business out here, folks. So let's talk a little bit about the podcast. You have talked about wanting to really capture some crazy, fantastical stories that you hear from friends, family members, people that you meet all the time. And you talked about leaving a piece of you behind for your son. What have you been learning about yourself? What have you been learning about people you've known for a long time as you start to hear their stories? You learn a lot about yourself in the process because you have to reach out to your friends and family and say, Hey, do you mind talking about yourself or any stories that are personal near and dear to you? And that's pretty hard for a lot of people. A lot of people don't want to talk about their life stories or what has happened to them and doing that and having the courage to call them and say, Hey, I really want to talk about it and give them, give them your vision and give them these people that platform to do this. And that's the, that's the key, the platform. And people are excited to do that. And I, I love what I'm doing. Um, just meeting, just the stories I've heard has definitely changed my perception on friends that I've known forever. Mm-hmm. That I thought I knew them, but they're stories that they've never told. told uh, I give you examples, but that's too much because I, I got to get you to listen to the podcast. But I'll give you a couple of them. Um, little, little, little taste. Little, little taste. taste. Uh, we, we will change names for marketing purposes. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a friend who I didn't know started a lacrosse league, a lacrosse team in Washington, D.C. at an all-black school. He told me his trials and tribulations. I didn't know anything about that about him. Um, all you see is the glory pictures and the trophies he's won. 
but there's always a backstory behind it. I had a young lady who was a lawyer who went to Russia. And this is actually probably one one of the interesting episodes because I didn't really know too much about Russia. And she was telling me how she got detained. So imagine being locked up abroad. Nope. That, I've watched the show. No, thank you. <laughs> so that that's a little teaser. Uh, I had a friend who I didn't really, until interviewing her, I didn't know too much about MS. And that was just life-changing. And um, I think people will really take a lot, take that in and take it to heart. All right. Well, we've got a lot to dig into here. No picks after dark. Why don't we take a quick break? And when we come back, I want to hear some more about some of these stories. I want to give it all away. But you got to give people a little taste so that they know what to expect. No picks after dark. We'll be right back. All right. No picks after dark. We are back. And I want to dig into some of these stories because they are crazy. They are great. They are very interesting. And I know that the the inspiration for the storytelling comes from No Picks After Dark. So l- let's talk about that a little bit first. You know, we always you, you say you have this rule, No Picks After Dark, but now it's like you're kind of letting back the curtain and telling some of the stories. So let's talk about the name and how you feel it plays out in the stories that you're capturing. So it's funny. We um, started doing this in 2003 and it started in Manhattan and New York, New York. And um. We always used to go out, have a good time. Again, cell phones, cameras, they were starting to come, become the thing back then. And we, during that time, you always, everybody had Insta cameras, you know, like the little ones you got to take it to Walmart or CVS and drop them off. So, you know, this pre-Facebook, you may remember pre-Facebook. Pre-Facebook, yeah, think so about that. This is, this is when... Uh, what was the other? Not it was before Facebook. Um, MySpace. MySpace. Yeah, MySpace was Black popping. Planet. Yeah, stuff. Black Planet and MySpace <laughs> were popping off. So you know, MySpace. You had the, you had the page with the music on and all that good stuff. Young millennials probably don't know about that. Yeah. So um, we had a we had a parties every year, every summer, and I remember one summer, one of my good friends, because I'm not gonna name out your name, getting in trouble on the pod. They were caught kissing another girl at the party. Mm-hmm. Now, how were they caught? A picture. And you know what? Things happen. But that picture got out and got into the wrong hands. Thus, to said today, they're not together, obviously. But um, when that happened, that started the no picks revolution. And it started off, like you said, so I correct you earlier, but it was after eight. That was how I first started. No picks after eight and when you think about it what happens good after eight o'clock at night when you're out nothing nothing good picture wise nothing good you look at the news most people get caught because they're drunk doing something stupid at night especially and, now and people are taking every pictures, second of every day you know and this, again this is pre-facebook so we are mm-hmm. we're cutting edge here we before facebook for the multimedia area era comes around and we're like no pics and we, i remember Young ladies just come up to me and say, Aaron, you know, wh- wh- can we take a picture? Nah, nah, I'm not doing that. Why? Because I don't want that picture out there. I don't know what's going to happen that day or next day. You just don't know. It could be something illegally going on behind you, but you're there. So I always had took the pictures during the daytime of the party and do things of that nature. But once 8 o'clock hit, and I can tell you from 2004 to 2000. 
12, I would say. We really don't have any pictures after dark. Which is crazy to think about when people literally put every second of their entire lives on social media right now. Every second of their lives. Right. And we were just trying to live and we were just trying to have fun as a group of friends. And it wasn't about broadcasting everything to the world. And if you were with us, you you enjoyed it. You enjoyed being around us. So, you know, when we partied, it was not your cell phone in your hand, taking pictures, texting, because you wanted to be there in the moment. And that was what it was all about, being there in the moment and enjoying each other. And And that's why then when you got new outsiders coming in, they want to take pictures. Mm-hmm. And when you get, and I, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm yelling at people like, no pictures, please. Why? Why? I'm like, because it's just, that's how we roll. We having fun. And then it got a little bit harder when we fast forwarded to 2009, 2010, because, you know, you got the iPhone popping off, mm-hmm. everybody with the cool phones and things of that nature. And you're inviting the, par- the parties are getting bigger and bigger, but we still went with that no pictures because that's just how it was. So it's kind of hard. If you look back now, because I don't have Facebook. Um, we really don't have a lot of pictures from those parties from nighttime. I have a lot of daytime pictures, but not nighttime pictures. And there's a reason behind that. That's right, everybody. Make sure that you put your phone down, live in the moment, and always Snapchat responsibly, please. Please, please do. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Tell me about your favorite story thus far. You've heard some crazy stories. What? what which one keeps you up at night? <laughs> Wow, I would say... And don't give away too much because we want people to listen to the whole podcast. Dating in your 50s. That podcast, actually, we have three of them. That's a, that's a, that's a um, spoiler. We have three of them. I don't know if I'm going to put all three in the first season, but they're uh, dating in your 50s. So just imagine being a person who's divorced, has two older kids, and getting back in the dating scene. How old is older? She's 50. She's 50. Out, of the, out of the house kids? No, kids we have one give a kid that's like 17. The other ones, I just graduated from college. Okay. Okay. So getting back in a dating scene and getting on Bumble, plenty of fish, Tinder, and you are starting all over again. Mm. And you're used to people like the old Bell Atlantic calling you up. Mm-hmm. But guess what? The relationships all over text. Mm-hmm. That's a culture shock for for some people. And um, the person who did this was she has an episode that I can't really talk too much about. But just imagine talking with somebody, conversating with somebody, and come to find out they're not what you think they are. Hmm. And when I mean not what you think they are, I'm not giving you a spoiler alert because. Uh, it's going to blow your mind. And I, I've played it for a couple of people and their faces have been shocked. So it's actually hearing this lady's story. Um, also, she has another story about when she was in relationships. Imagine the person you're dating steals their own car for insurance. Steals their own car for, for insurance. insurance. <laughs> it's like a law and order episode. Yeah. And you can't, you don't believe this, but you're like, this really happened. Uh-huh. So that's what I like about these personal stories because it's, you know, people can't say, no, this didn't happen. No, this is, your, this is your life. This is what it's all about. And just going through this whole process, I've learned different stories from different people's lives. And I'm like, this really happened? And it's impacted me because I'm like, wow, people need to hear these stories just so they know this is not just made for TV. 
trash. This is real life story. So that's why I like my podcast so far. Okay. So sounds like you've got a lot of material that you've recorded and, and you are getting new stories every day. Um, tell us when can we expect the podcast? What can we expect from the first season? Tell us about some of the other stories. Don't give too much away, but give them a little flavor. What else do we have coming? Podcast dropping March 1st. Um, but I'm sure you'll hear this. <clears throat> this is the first one, actually. This will be the first pod. So, um, drop it March 1st and, uh, you'll hear it's going to be a 10 episode season, maybe a couple bonus tracks in there. I have about three seasons worth of material. Just for people to know. Three seasons. How many stories is that? Well, we're doing 10, 10, 10. So it could be 30, you have 30. And I have people actually all sliding into my DMs and, and telling me they have uh, stories to tell me. So it's just funny when the word's gotten out that, you know, I've, I've had people ask me, like, what, what is your pod about? Like, why, why are you doing a pod? And I'm like, why not? Mm-hmm. And like you said earlier, there's a million, half a million pods. But. I'm not boxing myself in. I'm not going to be doing a story about food every day, on days. Real life stories. And that's, that's what it's about. So give us some flavor. Give us some highlights. What are some of the good ones? Why should people be listening to No Picks? Man, it's, it's, I expect the unexpected, put it that way. I have a guy who tells about his story about almost being a star in college. His dreams of being, he had, he had the true hoop dreams. Mm. And he talks about Failing religion in high school. Take that in. Failing religion in high school. But still had hoop dreams. Um, he play he plagiarized work to get through school. <laughs> um got another another person who uh, talks about Russia behind the red curtain, stories that you never hear of that blowing my mind to to this day. Right. I think that actually that story that story, the Russia one. That sticks out a lot because I didn't know too much, but she talks about how Russia and the U.S. are not that different. Hmm. And it's, and when you, I, I found myself listening to the story over again, and I was like, I just, they are, with the climate that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Whatever do you mean? <laughs> but then that, um, like, I'm not trying to get too political, but you know how, some themes are making America great again. Uh, Russia has the same type of theme of nationalism. Mm-hmm. I believe so, that. So, I believe that. And she paired those two together and it made me sit back and like say, hmm. So that, that was very interesting in itself. Uh, I was blown away by that. Um, I have a guy who is one of my good friends who came here from Poland. And that's a really good, and that's a very interesting story who's very successful. So, I mean, there's so many different stories, but I have, like I said, I don't want to get too much in because I have a couple of expl- explosive ones will be the first one. And uh, it really, I want to make that a surprise for everybody. So a podcast can be a hard thing to sustain. There's about a half a million podcasts out there. There's only about a hundred thousand of them that have had multiple seasons for a whole bunch of reasons. Sometimes podcasters just only want to do 10 episodes and they're done. A lot of time, a lot of independent podcasts, they just run out of steam. You know a lot of people, you've got a lot of stories, but if you're going to keep this sustained, if you're going to take it into seasons four, five, and six, you're going to need a lot more material. So where do you see the podcast growing from here? You've already heard three seasons worth of stories. Are there stories that you haven't heard or types of people you haven't talked to that you want to reach out to? 
Are you going to dig into different parts of your life? How are you going to find that inspiration to keep it going? There are so many stories out there. And right now, just to give you a, a little sneak peek behind the curtain, the name of this season is called Freshman Year. And I'm going to take you on a, I'm going to take you on a journey. The reason why it's called Freshman Year, because I, you know, you think you know what you're doing, but you have no idea what you're doing. I parallel, I relate to college. You go there, you were somebody in high school, but when you go to college freshman year, you're nobody. Mm, you're see you're, people. You're just one of like 800, 900, 1,000 people, mm-hmm. and you're trying to find your way. And that's why this is called freshman year. I will tell you, I didn't know what, I didn't know where this pie was going to go. In my mind, it was going to be some funny college stories and talk about crazy wild parties and drinking and yada, 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 but it didn't go that way. And that's a beautiful thing. Sometimes your stories, your interviews create storyline for you and your name of your seasons and whatnot. And I want everybody, this is an introduction season to everybody to get to know the people because some of these people are to be continuing stories. So you got one season with them and then you got next season with them to find out what happened. So freshman year is going to be the first season. Second season is California Dreaming. And um, that story was about people who moved from the East Coast to the California and their ventures of how they got out there. There's interesting stories. Uh, I can't wait for to share that with people, but uh, that's still in production as we speak. Third season will be a continuation. That will be sophomore year. So we're going on sophomore year. California Dream is more or less spring break, warm weather, happiness, the beach. That's where, that's where I'm going with that. Not what we're experiencing right now, Not so what, I'm looking forward to season three. So that, so that, so then season three will bring it, will bring it back in uh, sophomore year. That will be interesting because I'll learn a lot more about the podcast and where it's going. And that's a good question. You know, you said four, five, six materials. There, I have the material. It's and like I said, people have been asking me. They want to be on it. They want to be a part of something. They want their story to be told. They want, they want a platform. And that's all. I want to be that vehicle just to get them platform so that story is heard out there because somebody might be going through the same thing and you don't even know it. And with my stories, um, you're going to hear a lot more of my stories. You might get a whole season just on me of learning who I am and where I came from and the, tri- the trials and tribulations that I've gone through. I mean, there I can tell you a ton of stories uh, that would blow people's mind that they didn't know about me. Uh, that I feel I wasn't going to say we'll do it this season, but I think this is I think this is enough just to know who I am in the beginning and then we'll go we'll go from there. Yeah, that's what that's what's up. No picks after dark. Shameless plug time. How can they follow the podcast? How can they follow you? Right now we are in production, uh, getting a hosting site up together. Like I said, it's, it's a whole process of everything. But you can find me on No Picks After Dark Podcast on Instagram right now. Uh we have that also on Twitter also. So no picks after dark podcast on Instagram and Twitter. We will have a site that will be going up very, very soon. Uh, it's exciting. Uh, and we'll be having the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and WordPress. So we will be on all the networks, even SoundCloud, for all y'all SoundCloud people out there. But uh, it'll, be, it'll be on all medias uh, coming out. And I'm going to be dropping a, basically a story each week. First week, you'll get two. And then the rest, you'll get one, one a week. And then that'll push us in April. For May, we'll give a quick little break and bring it back within like two or three weeks. There you go. No picks after dark. 
You cannot miss it. I've really enjoyed this. I can tell you it is a lot of work. So I wish you much success as you go forward in this endeavor, my friend. I, I will tell you, it's a little nerve wracking because you know, I have a lot of college colleagues out there who uh, went to a famous broadcast school. So, uh, you know, I, I, <laughs> I didn't go through the proper public speaking class training and all that good stuff. But uh, shout out to all of them. People don't want that. There's plenty of that out there. There's plenty of those podcasts out there. Correct. Like, correct. People correct. want to hear something they can relate to, but also think is crazy to the point of almost not being believable. And I think that's what you're going to deliver. And uh, I'm, uh, that's what's going to happen. It's me raw. And um, just keeping it, keeping it real all the way through. And I'm excited for where this venture might go. All right. No picks after dark. We are signing off. <laughs>